Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. We are very happy to welcome Martin Kaus onto the show today. Hello, Martin. Thank you for coming on. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I'm I'm very good. I'm very good. So, yeah, the first question we have for you, um, how do you feel the season went for you? Um, do you feel it went well? Do you think it went bad? Uh, I expected a lot more because last season... Um, it like for me personally went really well and uh i think as a team also we played well even though we finished quite uh, quite low in the table uh this year came um, a new coach and uh, his uh, let's say his understanding of football was completely different to me and to basically everyone in the club narva has always been a club that likes to play with the ball likes to play this uh, possession football and like quick uh, quick football but this new coach was more defensive and uh, defensive minded and for me it was also difficult because you know the game plan was so straightforward uh, it was not uh, the build up was not uh, made with a lot of combinations it was just like uh, one or two passes forward and that's it so it's disappointing I have to, I have to be honest it was a really disappointing season for me and for the team and uh, I just hope the next season will be will be much better with the new coach, of course. Also, even though Nava, you know, you came sixth, do you feel that was still a success? Um, not finishing in the in the bottom four. Uh, yeah, even though like the results were uh, how to I try to be as respectful as I can, but they were like they were really bad and. Uh, I think, like looking back, six places maybe even overachievement f- from us because uh, deep down, I don't think like we deserved it as much as uh, as much as we uh, thought we would maybe at the start of the season. Uh, we were we were lucky that Tameka had for some reason a really awful season. They've never been in that place before. But uh, yeah, I think like. We took the maximum we can from this system, uh, from the way we approach, and I think that uh, it, I th- think even the fifth place would have been like a reach for us. It would have been so difficult. Uh, so yeah, with this system, with this style of football, I think sixth place was uh, the best we can we could have managed. Have you met the new head coach yet? Uh, he, he was he was watching the last game against Legan, which we won, and uh, I we didn't speak. We just after the game. I saw him and uh, some other club uh, directors and people just uh, in a circle and I just passed them and I said hello. We didn't talk much. Uh, uh, I know that he speaks English. Uh, at least they told me so. It's good because with last coach it was really hard for me because he spoke only Russian and uh, we had communication problems and we couldn't understand each other. So hopefully, you know, with, with new coach everything will be much better. How difficult is that for you? Obviously, Nava's on like the Russian border. Are you living in Narva? Is it, or are you in Tallinn? Like, is it like with the language as well? Like in general, is it always like that difficult with like the Estonian Russian like mix? Yeah, when I yeah I live in Narva, and when I went there, of course the apartment was all provided by the club. And uh, but now this season, when I signed the contract, then I wanted like my own place because I lived with a teammate, and I thought if I will be there longer, then I want more space for me, and you know just. Uh, uh, I can like uh, you know feel com- more comfortable there, and with the language, uh, yeah, it is it is difficult. I feel that I know more than I did uh, last year, uh, and it, it's it's funny, but because in school you know you study Russian for many many years, but you don't actually like 
talk in real life with people. They don't uh, like practice it. And so I didn't learn, like my grades were good, but I didn't learn anything. Like I couldn't speak with anyone. But now living in Nerva, I can act, I'm, I'm like confident. When, when first season I was like really shy and I couldn't maybe, I don't know, couldn't talk to anyone. So I think the difference between last season and, and, you know, first season and last season was that last season I spoke comfortably wrong, you know. <laughs> so I was just comfortable uh, yeah. being wrong. And uh, it's just slowly coming, and I know a couple of more words and like phrases. And uh, but yeah, with with the coach, it was it was really bad, and uh, we had so much communication problems. And it was like the first time in my career where I felt that I I had like absolute zero connection with the manager, and I just felt yeah. that in football it's so important to to talk with tactics and talk how we want to. How, like, ask questions about the <clears throat> tactics and everything. And I had so much, like, I wanted to ask, but I just, I just couldn't. I tried, like, between other people, but they also, what I say, they don't, like, from word to word translate what I say. And so there will sure. be gaps, you know. So it's really, it was really, really difficult. I've been learning Russian for like the last 18 months. So I, like, understand, like, how almost, <laughs> in, how almost impossible it is to, to learn it, especially like, it, the graph. Yeah, it was also like uh, my parents tried to help me with finding like a, like a teacher in Narva who can teach me Russian. And uh, I was in I was in training, I think, at that time. And then my, my mom said that he like talked with a teacher and they talked like half an hour. Like, can can this teacher help me? And so so they talked like half an hour. And at the end of the call, my mom said, OK, like you can teach my son uh, Russian. And, he, and the teacher said. A Russian? No, 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 no. I teach him in Estonian. We don't teach Russian. We only teach Estonian in Russian. Yeah. So it was like, no, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> Would you say it was kind of like a culture shock then, moving from Tallinn, which is, you know, predominantly, I'd say, Estonian, going into Narva when they're more Russian? You know, because I say here in the UK, obviously we've got, you know, England, Scotland, Wales, but yeah. we all speak English. So if we move to, to Wales, we'll speak English. Move to Scotland, we'll all speak English. Maybe the accents will confuse us a bit. Would you say that was a culture shock moving where everyone is literally just like bam Russian? It, it's I a think. unique place. It's, it's a new, new, unique place because I, I, at stores and everywhere they only speak Russian. Uh, and it, Narva is like a unique place because I still like go, went to another Estonian club from Levadia, and and but I feel like a foreigner in Estonia. It, it's 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 like it's the, I think it's the perfect step to go abroad because you still feel like a foreigner. You can like start to think like a foreigner, but that's, but there's still hope, you know, you can still maybe yeah. go to Tallinn if you're like lonely or something, you want to see family. And so it's still like a unique place. And, but yeah, it's stores. Uh, I, I think culture is not, it's still Estonia. It's not, it's not a big deal. Uh, I think I, I love Narva fans because like, even though they only speak Russian, they like, they cheer me and uh, they're also like, they're not drunk, you know, they they're really they're really pleasant pleasant people and they're really polite. So I think yeah. the culture the culture is actually good and I'm li- I like it. So yeah, we know one Narva fan, uh, Ilya, who actually put us into contact with you, and he's yeah he's yeah. mental, um, like really like, <laughs> really passionate about Narva. He's always sending us videos of him at the game. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, he's a crazy he's a crazy fan because he broke his knee. I think he's probably listening to this afterwards. So. Yeah. He, 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 bro- he broke his he broke his knee and uh, he still came to watch the games. And he's mental. He's a crazy guy. Yeah, we 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 invited him. We were in Tallinn. We invited him along to come watch Flora versus Anaphoris in the Conference mm-hmm. League. But 
yeah, he couldn't travel because of his knee. So yeah, it was a, yeah. It, was a, it was a shame we couldn't meet him, but uh, yeah. one day. Next yeah, time, next time. Yeah, absolute <laughs> lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> and so that brings us another brings us on to the next question, where you said like playing abroad. Do you have like the ambition of going abroad and playing? Has that ever like crossed your mind, or are you happy just being in Estonia? Yeah, hundred percent. I wanna I wanna go abroad. I've always had this uh, sort of uh, thought in my head that even if I play in Estonia for all my life, ten, fifteen plus years, and even if I win four or five championships, I don't, looking back, I don't think to myself that this was like a successful career because it's still like, it's still Estonia, you know. I, I think it's not hard to come from the youth leagues to the premium league because the level is not, is not so high. And so, yeah, I've always had this ambition to go abroad and, uh, yeah, you know, currently, it will be 50-50 if I'm in Narva next season. Like, I still have one year contract left and I respect the contract, but the club knows my my uh, thoughts and what I want to do with my career. And, uh, I like, if nothing changes, then I will start the preseason with uh, Narva still. But uh, if something comes up, and uh, then, you know, I will hopefully try to make the next next step in my career because for Estonian player, it's so important to... You know, to go somewhere because it's 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 not easy. So if you have the chance, I think you have to you have to take it. Is is there a specific country you'd like you'd like to try try your your luck in or? I mean, everyone has dreams of the top leagues, but you know, for me, I've always uh, just wanted to like experience you know football in another country. How's the culture there? How's the fans to play? Like other other stadiums, you know, it's always like. And also, I can look back and you know that I didn't regret anything. I've always tried to, even if it doesn't work out, you know, I've always gained new experiences, tried something new. And, you know, of course, come going from even from, you know, with Sapinan, you know, it's hard to go, even if you're like the best in Estonia, to go to the top, top leagues. It's impossible. You need this extra step. And of course, you know, Poland for me would be a reach considering the season I had because it's so, it was you know, so hard to like show any, any of my skills uh, with this, uh, with the style we had, but to make, just you know, just the next step, and then the next step. It's all, I think it's possible, and uh, of course, like the end of my Levada career was so difficult because I suffered like uh, ACL and meniscus injuries. I missed like because with my age, 23 years old, there's so many players who have played so many years in Premier League, and it's almost my second year because of the operation. So the age is also like going up and up, and it will be even more difficult. So if there is chance to go, then. I want to I want to test myself whenever whenever it is. So without being disrespectful towards Narva, with like your when you start the question like that, then <laughs> <laughs> obviously you had the injuries at Lavadia. Yeah. Do you feel like if you didn't have those injuries, you'd still be playing at the Lavadia level at the moment, or do you think it's like a bit difficult to say? It's obviously, it's all hindsight. Yeah, it it will be difficult. I I hope so. Like I've always. I've always been a level-headed guy. I've all, never thought like I will, I will be the best and I will be better than everyone. Always like being few feet on the ground, but I've always known my qualities and uh, and uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I think I was in a good uh, good. I remember the, when the ACL injury happened, and I was in like maybe the form of my life back then, and I was playing so good. And uh, you never know, you know. You never know. Uh, I hope so. Uh, it was hard because I, uh, you know, a few years ago, Levi the Infinite joined and like a new new club reformed and 
that was the time when I came back from uh, from the ACL injury, and that was the only only right back in the team during that time. And uh, so I was thinking like, okay, this is good. But they brought in more and more, and it was hard for me because like I wanted to I wanted to play and I wanted to give everything, but I just came back, so I couldn't like play the small side games and everything. And so yeah, I think that like I've, I've always been a person who thinks that whatever happens in life, like it's supposed to happen. Like with the uh, like. I think the younger coaches or the youth coaches that we had in Estonia is like their level is not so good. So they don't like really know about the preparations and all the physical parts. So I think from one, from one point of view, ACL injury was like maybe the worst thing that could have happened. But from other part, I understood all the gym work, all what you have to do, what kind of exercise you have to do. And because of that, I feel much stronger. I feel like I have more power, you know. And I maybe couldn't not have that before it, before the injury, you know. So it's like step and step. So I think that it's supposed to happen. It, it happens, and uh, I just move on. And uh, I still have a dream to play for Levadia. I think the club knows, and I think that I will. I'm 100% sure I'm the guy who that loves Levadia more than anyone who's at the club right now. There for sure, I know that because I came from the youth, and I just I have a different feeling when I have the have the shirt. So. Maybe hopefully one day I can still I can still go back and uh, be part of like the really first team in football. Was it when you left Levadia? Was that kind of a mutual decision, or was it you know Levadia said, "Look, we just don't want to carry on. You had your injury." Uh, yeah, uh, because there were so many uh, players in my position, so I wanted to go on loan. I felt it was better for me, uh, so I went alone to Nara first season. Of course, my goal was to. You know, try to develop myself, be the best player for Narva, you know, show myself, but also like come back and then, you know, play for Levadia. Uh, and like, I know back in the day, Savic, Savic, uh, was the coach and, uh, he, I met him with him and he said that, yeah, like, he, he wanted me, but the, the club philosophy, like, a little bit changed. And because of that, uh, he, he said that, yeah, for you, like, for younger, it's, it's hard. It's hard, really hard. So there will be more experienced players like will be playing. And uh, so at the end, it was a mutual decision. Uh, but uh, I think I was really close of, of being being part of it. But there's yeah, something, some yeah. philosophy saying changed. Is that kind of obviously you said you're a big Lavadia fan? We've never obviously we've never been good enough to play it. You know, any level really. Um, so we just talk crap about it. <laughs> and, uh, at least you're fair, you know. At least you're fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're a big Levadia fan. Yeah. So, oh, you, we don't think, you know, you can play here. You should go elsewhere. Is that kind of like a kick, kick in the gut? Uh, I, like, you have to be professional about it. And I know that I, I realised, uh, of course, in youth football, you just play football. You love, you love, just play football. But you have to understand that professional football is different, you know, in all over the world. Even if a player wants to represent and everything, it sometimes doesn't work out. And when, like, the club told me that, you know, it's better for you for your development to play somewhere else. Then I respected it, and they were honest with me, so I have no problem with them. So I think that's that's football, and I think that yes, I would be naive to say that during my later stages in Levadia, I was good enough for right for the main position. Of course not, because you know I just came back from injury, and my level was definitely not where it was before. So it was like. It was not like a surprise for me because I kind of expected it. You know, you need to be a level-headed guy. We need to understand the situation. And uh, but yeah, I'm working towards you know developing myself and maybe maybe you know if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But 
just maybe to come back and then you know let's see what happens. What's it like playing youth football? Like how how does it in Estonia? How does it come about? Do you does like a scout notice you playing in school or something, or do you just go to like a, a camp? How does it all work out there for like youth football? Yeah, well, back in back in my day, like I'm like a <laughs> like an old guy. <laughs> it was they were not like uh, academies, like they're not named as academies. They're just uh, clubs. You just join the club. I remember I was, I think I was three years old when I said my my parents that uh, I want to you know play football. But the earliest a club brought in was five years old. So I had to just two years just kick football and just wait for the. So it was yeah, Kotka Junior was the first club, and eventually it like renamed or just went together with Levadia. So it was just youth football. It was not academy, just, uh, you know, I was at morning during, you know, lunchtime was at school, then evening was training and it was like my casual day and uh, uh, just, yeah, but we had so many tournaments and we had such a good team. Like my age group, unfortunately, I'm the last one in Levadia that still plays because like so many had like career-ending injuries and it was for some reason our age was like the worst so I'm, I'm the one that still plays and we had amazing team we played in tournaments in Sweden in Denmark we won pretty much everything like we were the favorites so yeah it was such a good team such a good time for me also and it was I enjoyed because I, di- I didn't have single injuries I was this small kid my my height like began to grow Later, later stages, but I was such a small kid. I was a left winger, basically. And I was kicked so many times because I was weak, you know, I was a small guy and I was kicked, but I was never injured. I was thinking, like, this is amazing, you know. But when I went to proficient football, then it started. So it's like the, yeah. the last few years have been like so sad. So I'm, I'm getting, I think I'm getting like every injury that I didn't get before. All comes at once now. So I just need to, I just need to get past this period and then we'll be good. But, but uh, answering your question then, like nowadays we have like academy that is associated with school. So they, they actually invited me when I was in, uh, like 11th, 12th grade, like final, final years. They, it's like a football school that they, they help you, like uh, maybe have private teachers to help you. The main focus is maybe football, you know, but then when you get, beh- get left behind, then you have new teachers who help you study some subjects and, and the yeah, trainings are held in Alego, where, where like the final game was played in Sportland Arena, like all these trainings every morning and everything. So right now it's slowly building this kind of community and kind of project. But when I when I started, then it wasn't like anything. You said that you when you played in the youth, you played left winger. I remember I was playing football manager a couple of years ago, and. I was used an Estonian database. I used you as a winger, and then I realised for the last few seasons you've been playing fullback. Do you prefer playing like more attacking, or would you prefer being more defensive? I I, I would love that this question, like a coach would ask me, like it, it would be amazing. <laughs> like honestly, I feel like during youth stage, stages, I was I was all I was left wing, like a cam or right wing. I was like all three positions, sometimes midfield, but like rarely. And uh, like I feel most naturally in like in maybe number 10 or left wing because like it feels all my life I've watched Eden Hazard because I'm like I'm a Chelsea fan and like all even even today I play right back I still visualize like in my dream like how he does everything so I still like think like a winger and uh, but I had um, uh, I had a coach Argo Arbeiter who now is in Kalio and I had also like Liva Letma who is um, a youth coach was in Kalev and I don't know where he is right now but it was top, top, top coaches and 
we had a game in Youth League where our right back uh, got injured and we didn't have anyone. So I uh, coach said, okay, Martin, you go, you go play. And the guy who came off, he told me that, okay, Martin, don't play well, because if you play well, you will stay there, you know, you will stay there. Yeah. I went in, I gave, I think I gave five assists, we won 7-0. And after that game, <laughs> I was like, okay, fuck. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah, after, after that, I was always right back. But then, like, next yeah. year, coach changed, there was new coach, and he, like, he sent email to everyone that, where do you want to play? And I said, okay, left wing, you know, because I feel more natural then. I like to, like, take one-on-one, I like to do these flicks and, like, combinations. So this year was like amazing. And then next year also came the previous coach. So he put me in right back again. And, and, you know, it was that, that time where like first team also started to see me. So they started to see me from the point I was right back in Levadia. So they didn't like actually, like that's also like I think the clubs, not just in Levadia, I think every club's like philosophy, maybe they start to watch players, not, not maybe in recent years, but back uh, like many years ago that only from the second team, you know, where, how he's playing. So if you play like right back in second team, you probably are, competi- are competing with right backs in first team, you know. But they don't know that all those previous seven, eight years you were striker, you know. So that's kind of erased. They don't know about anything. So that was like my, I was at the wrong time, you know. So yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah but, but but now, but now, like I think like you have more competition in attacking positions, you know. You have more. Everyone wants to be striker. Everyone wants to be winger. So I think like you have maybe more time to no more time, but you have a bigger chance to achieve, you know, something when you are maybe a right back because I was this. I have like stamina, so I can go up and down every game, and like I can maybe like achieve something there. Like maybe I can, you know, go abroad. Maybe in that position would be easier than you know striker because. With striker, you have to outscore some subpoena and everything. But with fullbacks, if you can do just you know this dirty work, and I think the scouts, that clubs, that they appreciate it. So it's possible, I think, with, in, this, yeah. in this position. Yeah, well, we we both played fullback. You say when when we played, you know, just at a small level, you the, the coach says where do you play, and you know, you say your striker, and they go all right, left back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big deal to say that everyone wants to be yeah. strikers yeah. and and yeah. or centre defenders and and. You play only right or left back because coach put you there. You know, no one wants to become yeah. right back. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, uh, there was a thing in um, in England where they've done it on the TV where they said no one grows up wanting to be um, Gary Neville. He was like <laughs> the right back for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah why not? If, if you can do it, you yeah, can but do it. Now yeah. you've got Trent Alexander-Arnold now, and you know, and like Rhys James and, and all that. You know, who are making you know that fullback position fashionable you know they're, they're scoring goals they're getting assists people will want to start playing there you know yeah, I yeah. Playing there. yeah. yeah. without, without Ar- like put put me there and uh, I remember he's uh, he's he, he said to me that uh, I, I know you want to play winger I everyone knows but in the in, in, in my formation the way like my my style of football is you are like perfect right back because the team plays so high up so you feel comfortable in the final third, you know, with take one-on-one to take crosses, you know. So you have to, like, sacrifice maybe just, you know, this, you know, position love maybe for left wing because you would be amazing in right back. So, But for, for right back, it's like Alexander Norton also, like, you need to have the correct system, you know. This system is amazing that he plays. He has so much freedom, you know, he can come inside, he can outside. Because Liverpool plays position football, you know. With Levadi also, like, okay, they play differently, they come inside, but... With Narva, it's, it, it's hard, especially with previous coach, because we played like 5-4-1 or 5-3-2, and uh, like we just, we just wanted to be in, in our half, you know, so it's, 
it's really hard for me to show my qualities, you know, in, in this. Brings us on to the next question. What What's the goal for next season? Do you plan on, like, maybe chipping in with some, like, assists and goals? Or are you just going to carry on and just, you know, do the dirty work, as you just said, and <laughs> go from there? Well, I mean, you know, it all depends where, where I play, but, uh, sure. but, but yeah, I want to, yeah, like, I still haven't scored, so I, like, I had a good chance against Levadia, but he just fouled me behind and it was a penalty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of course, to give more assists and, uh, give more, you know, try to score as many goals as possible, uh, uh, yeah, as it always been, you know, but, uh, it all starts with, with the system and, uh, with the right players because we, you know, right now it's, I want to like say a lot of things that I want to keep assist and so on and so on, but we have cha- we will probably change the half of our squad. So like it all depends who we have and uh, if, if our striker will be like if they bring in some you know five foot two guy, then you know I don't know. It's hard to cross them. <laughs> it it all depends. So like but I just try to you know last season I didn't actually enjoy football because it was so <coughs> nerve wracking and I had so many disagreements with the coach and. Uh, but just want to, you know, find this, you know, enjoyment again, you know. So it's, I think this will be my number one. So you're excited for it because obviously it's the new coach. He's quite well known, a well known coach. So you're excited for like what he can do, like help Narva progress that bit more. So, so we've been following Estonian football for about, I think it's three years now. And we've yeah. kind of got an idea of the quality of what teams are, except for Narva. Where, um, <laughs> so every time we like, we try to figure out, we're going, oh, shouldn't Narva be like, top four should they be top six should they be so we just don't understand like what Narva should be um so you're excited for like what this new coach can like help with like the potential of the club I, I think that's normal that you don't know where we will like finish <laughs> I, like I think it would be surprising for you to know that Narva's throughout years has always been like this best of the rest like you could say in Premier League always like the big big yeah. teams and then Narva has always been fourth for sure, like they've been sure. beaten other teams. You say sure, like you don't believe. <laughs> like they've always beaten so easily, like the other teams that they've been so good. Like honestly, they've been like maybe the best team to watch. Like they've been so technical and it's amazing. So the last probably like three three years have been really, for some reason, like really bad. But 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 yeah, with with the new coach, uh, I don't know. Let's see. You know, uh, he what how what he has said in interviews and what he has sent so far. In our group chats, you know, it, it's been uh, really straightforward and he demands a lot and uh, he seems like, uh, yes, there's someone that, uh, you know, knows what he does. And so, I'm, yeah, I'm happy that he is here. Uh, I heard a rumor that he also, like, club wanted to bring in, bring him in also last season, but it was not possible. Uh, uh, but, yeah, like, but I think, like, the coach can be, uh, like, can have Guardiola, but we need we need a squad. I think we need. Uh, but I think, that, of course, uh, the club will bring in a lot of players. So we just let's hope uh, let's hope they will be they will be good and that the connection will be better than it was last season. Well, they say you know, it can only get better, can't it? So yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully it does. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move on to questions now to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, it's, it's nothing bad, you know. We're not going to ask you, you know, personal stuff. So you know, don't worry like that. It's just. Some weird questions. So, uh, if we start then with, if you could play with one other player in the uh, Premier League who you don't currently play with, who would it be? Uh, it's supposed to be quickfire, no? Uh, just <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so the, yeah. The, the idea is is that we try to get you to answer it quickly as we go down the questions. Some of them will make make you think like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> um, okay. I, I, <laughs> 
and they're next to me. I want to play rock paper scissors, and if they win, they can pull. They can take and take it. From to this day, I've never had like this possibility. But if I like every day, if I have a chance, then I want to play this game. Uh, I drove drivers in Estonia like that. When every time we took a taxi in Estonia, everyone just seemed crazy. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the traffic is uh, yeah, it's actually quite because like the city is not big and uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, like during like five o'clock when job ends, then yeah, it's it's you don't want to be you don't want to be on the road. But for me, yeah, as I said, uh, if I if I'm in no rush, then it's not a problem for me. So it's it's all good. Uh, what what's your worst habit? Uh, maybe like to, when I eat, then I, like back in the day, I just ate and just enjoyed whatever like happened. But now I just always have a phone and it's just some kind of YouTube video or, like about Gary Neville or some, some debate or something. Just I can't be just without any like uh, any video or any like person saying something. So like I want I, I even know myself that it's a problem that I, I want to put the phone away and just enjoy my dinner. But. For me at home, always I put this kind of some YouTube video when I'm just eating. So I just try to, if if, if it's possible, I try. I want to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one we have. So this one's like a weirdest question. What's your favorite word? So it could be an English word, uh, uh, an Estonian uh, word, or uh, a Russian word. I, I think bean bean for me is a funny word. I don't know. So. <laughs> it, maybe, maybe maybe it started from Mr. Bean, but just Bean in general. Is, for, yeah. for some reason, it's so funny. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, that's that's quite funny because that's actually um, like our sister's nickname. Because <laughs> oh, really? uh, yeah. when she was a baby, she was always in the shape of a bean. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, now you said it. Like I always, I always like picture your like this baby in my head when I when I hear it. Amazing. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on, top bloke. Yeah, brilliant. I really enjoyed it. Good luck for the season, wherever you are, Narva or wherever. Um, yeah, hopefully it all goes well for you. Yeah, thank you for inviting me, and I'm I'm happy to be here. So yeah, thank you, and also like happy new year. It will be. Oh special. yeah, yeah. I yeah, forgot again. Yeah, happy. <laughs> you are still, you are still, you are still thinking about Christmas, eh? Like. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, you're more than welcome to come on again, like in the middle of the season or whatever. Um, when we do like a mid-season review, if you're open to that and yeah, chat how things course. are going, and yeah. yeah I need Maybe. to speak with Ilya, my manager, and then you know we, we can we can talk. <laughs> yeah. if, 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 if he allows me to come, then I'll come. <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll, sure. We'll, we'll try and get him on. We were going to try and get him on today, um, but I just haven't got around to messaging him. So. Ah okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for coming on. Maybe have a good New Year. And good luck. Good luck for the season. You also. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Cheers, mate. Bye bye.